podcast is about sex. If you're faint-hearted or easily offended, you might not want to listen, but you should. Join me, Tracy Cox, and Kelsey Chittick as we share honest and real sex advice on this award-winning podcast. Tracy is an international sex educator and author of lots of books about sex and relationships. Kelsey is a podcaster, comedian, and author who is getting out of her comfort zone both in the bedroom and in these conversations. Each week, we answer three anonymous sex and relationship questions sent in by you, our listeners. And nothing is off limits. Here's Sex Talk. Hello, and welcome to episode two of Sex Talk. How are you, Kelsey? I'm doing great today. The sun is out in LA. It's been gone for seven years, so I feel joyful. (laughs) I thought the sun was always out in LA. Now, I want to start off by saying, sorry, I completely cut you off then. The sun is always out in LA, and she went to open her mouth to say something, and then I just went swooping in. (laughs) And and that's what, you know what, I love hearing your voice. Thank God for that accent, because it soothes me. But yes, the sun is out, which is, LA was filled with sun for a long time, and then Mm. it went dark, literally and figuratively, but we're back. So thank God for that. Sex and sun. It's even sunny in England at the moment. Hurrah. Now, what I was so keen to get stuck into was to say to people, and I know we've said this before, but when you send us an update on the website to let us know how you're going once we've answered your question, we can't actually write back to you. So it's not like we can hit reply because it goes onto a system where you just can't reply. So I I want everyone to know that just in case you think that when you reply and say, hey, I'm doing really well, or hey, your advice didn't work. Not very much of that. It's mostly that we're doing well. We cannot reply, but honestly, we read them all with great pleasure and we're so interested and we have a good old gossip about how you've got on and we really, really, really are so happy that it's helped and and you know so please please do keep sending us follow-ups but um sometimes you know we can't reply personally and it's you know sometimes we can slip it into the podcast and talk about it but if it's been a long time people won't remember etc etc so thank you keep it coming but yeah don't expect a personal reply because we can't i wish we could we might want to look into that yeah, maybe we can change the thing. It should nice. be like an email address. I mean, I, th- I think it's 2020, whatever, three. There's probably an email address that we could get that we could then respond to. I would love to respond. Hey, girl, hey. <laughs> How'd you like that new oh sex toy? Oh, my God. You'd, love it. You'd have Kelsey on you. You'd think, why haven't you done that? We yeah. told you to do this. Exactly. Yeah, you'll get both of us. Maybe they won't want to write to that one. Right. All right, let's get started. We've got some good questions. I actually really, these are all good ones. I can't wait for this first one because I'm hoping that we role play. Okay, here we go. <laughs> My partner wants me to talk dirty, and I can see why it's a turn on, but I don't have a clue how to do it. What can I say that doesn't make me sound like an idiot or will make me want to laugh? Let me just tell you, I this is, did I write this? <laughs> I cannot role play this. <laughs> I, a couple weeks ago, I was having sex with somebody and they were like, I loved when you said that. And mm. I remember thinking it took a lot for me to say that, whatever it is I said, I'm not going to tell you because I'm a private Mm -hmm. classy lady, but he was (laughs) like, I'd like you to say more. And I was like, I can't, like, I don't, it's, it's a lot for me to say like, I love when you do that, baby, like in the middle of it, (laughs) but I know that it's important. So I hope that you have a, a, a tip. I do have lots of tips. And I think that the longer you've been together, the harder it is to do it. And that's probably why it came out so naturally, because I'm assuming that this was someone new that you were sleeping with. She doesn't tell me everything, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Every day is new. 
This is why we should be doing things like talking dirty, because if you're in a long-term relationship, it reminds your brain and your body that, hang on a minute, this isn't just my friend. This is somebody who's my partner and somebody who I'm meant to be having sex with, which I don't do with my other friends. So anything that takes you out of your day persona and into some sexy other person is very, very good for long-term relationships. So I think we should all try and push through that embarrassment factor and get back to being erotic. Now, it is quite successful, Dirty Talk. People who try it tend to really like it, which is great. And it's especially good if you're a shy person and quite conservative in real life and suddenly you're sort of turning into this person who's saying all these things. But you don't have to use slang or swear words. And I think that's where people get put off because they think, well, I don't really want to swear. I don't want to use those words. You don't have to. You just say, I want you. Simple as that. You know, there's nothing more erotic than that. So you don't have to say swear words. But but having said that, if your partner would really get off on you saying swear words, then they're only words, you know. They're not going to kill you for saying them. So if you're shy, you could close your eyes. But what works really well with dirty talk is a blindfold. If you blindfold your partner and then talk dirty to them, or you're blindfolded, that really works quite well. I've advised this before, and I've had good reports back. So the things you sort of say are things like describe what they're doing to you. So you might say, you know, your hands on my breasts feel amazing. You could, you could, here, I'll, I'll give you the thing and you tell me the Do dirty. I have to repeat after you? Your <laughs> no. hands on my breasts are amazing. <laughs> no, you could fill in the blanks. Describe what you're about to do to them. Oh, I have to say it? Oh, I'm too nervous. No, see, there you go. So you could say something like, I'm going to take you in my mouth and it's going to make me feel... And then you add on how it makes you feel. Say, I'm going to take you in my mouth and it makes me feel really powerful and in control. She's even blushing here. She's blushing. (laughs) Is this this rated R? Oh, my God. (laughs) But do you notice I'm not saying anything rude? I'm really not. How much you want to please them. I'm going to keep going until you can't bear it. How good they look. I love watching your orgasm face. A blow-by-blow description, literal, of what's going on. You know, your tongue feels amazing. Wow, don't stop. You know, so all of these things are just almost describing what's happening in the moment. It's the, right. it's the easiest way to do to talk with, without having to use slang or swear words. If you're really, really still, the thought of this is just like going, I just can't do it. You could record a voice message and send it to them or write a little note, sexy little note, could do it that way. And also, if you do it with your partner and you're not sure if they like it or not, because sometimes people go really quiet and they're kind of, sh- especially if it's the first time, people can be quite kind of shocked, especially if it's a female and they're like, God, this is really turning me on, but I don't want to admit it. Right. But just look at their body language. Are they breathing heavier? Are they lubricating more? Are they, is he getting harder? You know, or are they just looking at you with absolute horror, in which case you stop it immediately? So I do think it's, it, things like this are what help us move away from the this is the man who takes the garbage out. You know, it really is. Anytime you can move yourself out of that persona into an into the sexy other is very, very good. So you need to practice this, Kelsey. No, I agree. And I think I think guys are, are better saying things because they don't get embarrassed as much at times. Mm. I mean, at least that's been my experience. But when I do say something, they're like, oh, I loved when you said that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, so I think it's just practice and it's just getting, just like anything, I need to just get over it. And I agree. I can't use, I can't get too crude because then it feels weird, no. but I can just say like, I love when you did that. Yeah. That's, that's all Let's you do need to do. that again, big boy. <laughs> so you're just Give it to, to me. <laughs> 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 I can't wait. 
practice oh my God. When, when my kids hear me saying, I want it like that again. Spanking again. <laughs> like the kids would be, what? No, but I get it. I get it. Okay. Here you we go. It. You got it. You got it. Practice. Good. All right. Next question. I heard you on Diary of a CEO and was especially interested on your thoughts on Viagra. My partner is 26 and takes Viagra all the time. He can get an erection without it, but you're right. There is a world of difference between Viagra erection and a normal one. I think he's addicted to feeling very hard. Is this bad? Should I be encouraging him to stop? Yes. Yeah. In he's a, a way. little young. So, yeah, he's very young. But listen, what I basically said on CEO, which was basically that porn penises are nearly all Viagra. Mm. erections. Nearly everybody in porn has taken Viagra or some kind of ED drug. And the way you can tell is they look sort of purply, more purply than normal. The veins stand out a little bit more. And you'll notice during the sex session, they never go down. They Mm. just stay the same. So that's kind of the giveaway. And because men don't look at that and think, oh, bet you all the men on here have taken an ED drug. They think that's how penises behave. So they then end up with a skewed sense of normal. And of course, if you're a guy who's ever clicked on a how to have a longer, you know, better erection, which all guys have, you are then bombarded by the pharmaceutical companies telling you, you know, do you want to be hard tonight? Do you want to be... And, you know, so we've bred all these poor young men who are absolutely paranoid because of what's going on. Now, pre-Viagra, men sort of knew that you'd get harder erections when you were younger and then when you got old or you were tired or you were stressed they weren't as hard they knew that erections went down in you know during the sex session because penis is like attention and that if you give it attention again like say they've been giving you oral you then give them oral it comes back to full speed again they knew all this post viagra porn doesn't show any of this and since men and women use porn as sex education that's where we're getting these expectations from Now, her boyfriend or partner would have just been like every other guy and gone, you know, just this once, just this once, I really want to impress. And then, of course, the next time when he doesn't take a Viagra, he's underwhelmed by this normal erection that he has. And then he becomes psychologically reliant. And this is the problem because it's like the sleeping pill. You know, you take the sleeping pill, even if you don't need the sleeping pill, you cannot then get to sleep without the sleeping pill. And the psychological dependence is the real problem with Viagra and lots of men use it recreationally and they've done studies that have found that men who use ED drugs recreationally as in they don't need to use them they end up less confident of getting and maintaining an erection than people who've never used them before so they're completely reliant on the drug and terrified to then try and get an erection without one. Physically he's okay now because he's 26 but the thing about ED is that If you have erectile dysfunction, you have blood flow problems to your penis because that's what happens is the blood goes into the three chambers and makes it hard. Now, if you've got blood flow problems with your penis, you might have blood flow (laughs) problems. It's very hard to say blood flow problems. Blood flow problems in your heart. So sometimes men, when they get into like their late 40s, 50s, go to the doctor because they will go running to the doctor if their erection doesn't work and suddenly find out that they've got major heart problems. So he's Mm. missing, he's going to be missing out on any sort of heads up there. Where is he getting it from? If he's getting it from the internet and not from a, you know, proper supplier, God knows what is being mixed with. So no, he shouldn't be taking it. I think that you need to have a chat to him, say that you're worried say the reasons why you're worried and just reassure, reassure a normal human penis is fine. 
it, it perpetuates this whole myth, Kelsey, that we need this big, hard, strong, you know, erection. And lots of women don't want that. Yeah, I totally agree. I think she just needs to say, like, I I can see why you think this would be what I want or that it makes you feel good. But truthfully, I love just being naked with you. I love exactly what we do regularly. And sometimes I get turned on more. Sometimes I don't. Like, let's just be normal and let's be okay with whatever our bodies do. I think that's so important. It's, you know, we know so much about sex now that everyone's trying to have perfect sex. And it's, it's not like that. Like, Sex is, a, is like a relationship. Some days it's great. Some days it's not as good. Some days you walk away being like, that was amazing. And some days you walk away going, that left me feeling less mm. than. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you know, it's really normal to have, for the average couple, I think about one in 10, the stats are about one in 10 sessions are really good. Yeah. I think four in 10 are like, okay. And and the rest of them are not even okay. So it's not, you know, you're not going to have great sex every single time. But you know, one thing I want to say before we move on, she says that he's addicted to him being hard. Is she addicted? Yeah. Like, don't say to him when he's really hard from Viagra, wow, look at how hard you are. Don't reassure him about that. Don't sort of give him any sort of positive um, reinforcement with that. So, yeah, have a chat. And t- it's not, I don't think it's fine. I really don't think it's fine on so many levels. Do you? No, I actually, I I wouldn't want that. I mean, I think if you're 60 and you are, you really want to have sex and you physically can't do it, I mm. get it. But I think a lot of the times when you're younger, it has to do with the mental state or your expectation or, like you said, the mood that they're in. So if you love someone, or I mean, I don't know if you love them, if she loves them, partner, maybe she does, but Give him a break. Tell him that you love him either way. See if yes. he, he knows he's sick of having to take it too. Nobody wants yeah. to feel like you have to. You feel all hot. Everyone gets a big red head afterward. Honestly, they just look all red. <laughs> because there's blood pumping everywhere madly. It's going, you know, and everybody looks boiling like beetroots. The best part is that you said in the most British accent I've ever heard, you were like, it's purple. That's how you can tell. It's very purple. And I'm like, oh, my God, that makes sense. I'm going to be looking for a purple penis every time now. My God. I mean, they are always a bit purpley, but it's even more purple. More yeah. purple than pink. You're right. Yeah. You're right. yeah. It's like it's stressing itself. Yes. It looks all, yeah, it looks like throbby and not in a good way throbby. This podcast is filled with information. Okay. It is. Last question. I'm in a serious relationship with a woman who is married and in an open relationship. I have extremely strong feelings for her, and she's crazy about me. I see her three to four times a week, and the sex and emotional connection is amazing, but she has no intention of getting a divorce. I'm not seeing anyone else, but she gets to see her husband. I'm not seeing any long-term benefits for me. Should I be seeing other people when I'm with her? Do I continue with this relationship, or do I end things and find someone that I can have a monogamous relationship with? Trouble is, I don't know if I could have a monogamous relationship again. Whew. So what's your take on that one then? First of all, there's a lot of questions. <laughs> number <laughs> yes. Person number three. You know, it's interesting because you're not doing anything wrong because her husband knows that she's in an open relationship. It sounds like she and her husband have a good understanding of what works. So for me, it just means she's not doing anything wrong. She's been upfront. She said she's not getting divorced. And you're going to have to figure out if you are comfortable with it. It's pretty simple to me. If you love her and it's worth it, and you're okay sharing her, that's the situation you're going to be in for the rest of your life with her. So then you could stay. If there's anything that's bothering you, which I think there is since you wrote all this, mm-hmm. it might not be enough for you. And I don't know that you need to be in a monogamous relationship, but you might want to be with someone that is not sleeping with someone else at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like you might be open to 
if I meet someone else, we can talk about it, but I don't, it sounds like you really care about her. And so now your emotions are involved. So. Yeah. I think, yeah, good answer. And you've taken some of my points. Damn you. I'm, I'm actually becoming you. I'm, I'm just, this is, I've got to get my numbers up, but yes, I'm, soon I'm going to be right with you. I think that the problem with here is that most people want an open relationship because they get the security of their partner at home and they get to have hot sex with new people. And if you're only sleeping with one person, you haven't got the primary partner at home. It is a bit like, well, hang on, how, what am I getting out of this? But what you're getting out of this, he says, you know, she's got the husband and me and who have I got? I've just got her. Well, she's married and you wouldn't be sleeping with her. Well, with, you know, permission of the partner if she wasn't in an open relationship. So that's that. But it, you know, it comes down to can you handle the ownership and possession thing? Because most people, when they fall in love, they feel a sense of ownership and don't want to share their partner. And she, like, I'm with Kelsey, I should believe her. She's not leaving. She's completely said straight up. So will it hurt more if you stay and fall even more in love with her? Probably. Or you might eventually tire of it. So I think definitely date other people, though. I think definitely date other people. And also, most of all, the main thing I wanted to say was don't put yourself in a box. Like, don't say, oh, well, actually, now I'm really into open relationships. Oh, so I can't do monogamous relationships. Or there are a million types of relationships. And the best way to approach this is to tailor the relationship to the person. You might meet somebody who's also into open relationships, in which case you will happily have an open relationship. You might meet somebody who's only into monogamy and fall head over heels and then you might be happy to have a monogamous relationship. It's great you've had this experience. It's opened your eyes. But you're saying, I'm not sure I can have a monogamous relationship. But you're then also saying, but I can see the problems with this already in yeah. that we can't control love. Well, we can control love to a point. I actually don't think, I do think we can control love. I think there are several points along the way that if you don't want to fall in love with somebody, you can stop it. You just don't see them. But I think that I am. I'm really funny about that. When people say, oh, I just fell in love. It's like, no, you put yourself in a position with that married man that that there were several decisions along the way that you made that you could have stopped. I love that. Actually, that's the best thing I think you've said it, that when you are in a relationship at any point, you can pull the ripcord and walk away mm -hmm. and it won't get farther. And I think what happens is he's he's asking, do I keep going or don't I? You have a right right now to turn around. She doesn't have to change. So you just have to sit with yourself and figure out, do I want to keep falling in love more? I love mm. that. We have a choice in who we fall in love with. We do. And, and you know, like, so say you're at work and you really fancy a colleague this is and happened. you're happily married. You set boundaries and you don't yeah. go to those drinks where he's going. You keep away from him. You don't ever get into that intimacy level because you know that potentially something could happen. 100%. So, I really don't like this lack of, I, I think it's really irresponsible to say, oh, we couldn't help it. We fell in love. It's like, well, no, you put yourself in a position where you could fall in love. Right. So there you go. No, I love it. So good luck. Let us know what happens, even though we can't reply back to you. Know that <laughs> yeah. when you when you do write it, we'll hear, but. <laughs> we'll know. We might actually report that back, because I really want to know about that one. And yeah. we will try and, and see if we can find a way where we can reply. Yeah. So that's what we're going to spend the rest of our lives doing is replying to everybody and never, ever, wait. ever letting go of you. Yes, we can't wait. All right. Wonderful. Thanks so much. Thank you everybody for writing in and we hope your sex life is banging, literally. <laughs> Take and care. Kelsey's going to practice the dirty talk in the I meantime. Am. All right. Bye. 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 
Thanks for listening to Sex Talk. If you'd like your question answered on the show, send it to us at sextalkpod.com. So that's S-E-X-T-O-K-P-O-D.com. You'll find info about my books, sex products, and more sex advice at tracycox.com. And that's Tracy with an E. If you like this podcast, please send it to your friends and rate and review wherever you listen to your podcast. 